You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, our weekly spin-off podcast where, frankly, Dad and I have spent probably 15, 20 minutes dealing with tech issues. And let me say something, folks. There are a few things that will incite rage in people uh, more than slow internet and audio fuck-ups, but it's just, it's par for the course on Loose Ends. Dad, how are you doing this morning? Paul, I'm very well, and thank you for being so patient with your poor old father. I, I get very traumatized when I can see that you're suffering angst, but you're you're being very calm and collected, which I appreciate. Um, I don't know why, but I always feel with technical issues, I'm sort of, it's like being in a, uh, a snowstorm and uh, without a compass. Yeah, you do get very, you do get very down on yourself, but that's okay. We're here. <laughs> Actually, unfortunately, Dad, we were hoping to tune in with lots of fun, frothy, silly news because there's lots of really random stuff going on in the world right now. But unfortunately, uh, we're here to talk about something that you told me about a couple of days back. You said, uh, quite near to me, Dad, I can see you're on your phone. Why are you on your phone? You can see that, can you? I can't see you. Yeah, we're on, we're on Zoom because the audio link doesn't work and you you literally had your phone in front of the fucking camera. I'm going to post a screen cap of how you thought oh, you could check your okay. phone off camera. <laughs> Dad, you you can see your feed. You, Paul, can you... I can't. I just have a blank screen here. It just says the word Zoom. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. If, if anyone's wondering why the call <laughs> fucked up and who, who the tech issues are coming from, it's, <laughs> it's Muggins over there. Listen, listen. How do I get you? How do I get it so I can see you? Oh my God. Every cliche about teaching your middle-aged parents to use technology is just screaming at me this morning. (laughs) What is internet? Listen, folks, we've been doing the show for over five years. We've never had a day quite as catastrophic as this tech-wise. Dad, I'm going to send you a screen cap later on and I'll post it on the Facebook page over uh, the Loose Units discussion group of, of you thinking you were... How often are you checking your phone during the show when I'm talking... Paul, I actually, Paul, I actually was. It was in relation to what we're just about to talk about. Okay, good. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm joking around and being silly. I actually did think that you were checking details, but listen, Mm. um, you messaged me and said there was a uh, something that happened quite near to you. You said there was Mm. a shark attack, right? There was a few nights ago. Christine and I were sitting in our apartment. Mm. This is going to give the listeners, um sort of an inkling as to the vicinity um, in which we live in because the shark attack, uh, well, I'll just set the scene if I may. Mm. Um, We're sitting um, 
in our minimalist place on our on our very zen Japanese minimalist bench. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. I come home sometimes and Christine's actually got a pillow. <laughs> He's put a pillow underneath. Get a fucking and couch. I, what is wrong with you? I know, it's crazy, isn't it? I just sold the most exclusive, comfortable mid-century chairs that were, well, luxurious. And um, anyway, <clears throat> we're sitting... Um, we're sitting here and we hear sirens. So we're very in tune with sirens and all the emergency services in Sydney have got different, you know, sounds. Mm-hmm. But you can also, I like to guess what it is by sort of, if it's in the distance, how quickly it gets to to within earshot. Um, and also you get a sense of how quickly it comes to you then fades away and you just you know i like to sort of um play sort of fairly silly games in my Mm. my mind and so i got to hear one siren two sirens and occasionally you'll hear sirens that are happening simultaneously but slightly out of sync which means it's clearly two vehicles yes and it was just a crescendo of of all the different types of sirens they were clearly coming toward us from from many many directions and of course what happens is they get really really close really really loud then they stop dead and it's at that point you realize that something big is happening and then within minutes Mm. or it seemed like minutes the uh there's a helicopter in fact there were a few helicopters so you're thinking what on earth Sweet Christine had uh, um, was dressed in her pajamas, and I don't wear pajamas, by the way. I just I know I, w- I want that on the, the public record. It is um, already <laughs> good. And Christine got really excited and said, um, "Let's go and check it out because something this is something big." In my fertile, with my sort of fertile imagination, I actually had already prepared various scenarios because occasionally we have police helicopters that fly over, clearly they fly over at night time and sometimes they use their PA system. And a few months ago, they flew over our place and many, many houses within this area telling people not to leave their houses. And when you get that sort of announcement at night time, it's creepy. So I was sort of half expecting something, you know, shots fired, escapee, something really, really major. And Christine, sort of her eyes sort of were almost bulging with excitement. And we were just about to sort of seek out, which I feel a little bit guilty about. It's this sort of inner desire to, part of me says, John, chill out, stay at home, Leave it, don't yeah. get involved. But then a part, another part of me, and it clearly, um, you know, Christine was she she was ready to just get out there, and but we decided to just sort of stay indoors, and then everything became whisper quiet, and for probably ten to fifteen minutes, we just sat here trying to figure out what could be happening. And then one of our hardcore fans and the lovely, lovely uh, Raymond, or Ray, that 
I introduced to you and Tegan. You may recall we did the book signing out the front. Yes. Such a lovely guy. guy. Lovely guy. He starts sending me photographs of a scene that I, I, I found it difficult to get my my head around. And, of course, the story goes that within, well, listeners, if I leave our little place and walk for approximately between 40 and 60 seconds, mm-hmm. I can actually be swimming in Sydney Harbour, Okay, something that I do occasionally. If I was to swim and stay to the left of the point and swim around into the next small bay, and Paul, you and Tegan stayed at an Airbnb, basically, if you had have been staying at the Airbnb you stayed in that time on this fateful night a few nights ago, you would have heard this woman screaming. That's how close this happened to us. The woman at quarter to eight, she has just moved into the area. She's just bought an apartment. She's a, she's a public servant. She decides to go for a swim. This is Lauren O'Neill. In Sydney Harbour. Yeah. yeah. Now, the water temperature, and this is fairly important in terms of determining the species of shark, oh, yes. was approximately 22 degrees Celsius. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So before we talk about the species, she was swimming. She'd gone from a private wharf and she was swimming out near some uh, moored yachts and she's a very competent kayaker. She's in her late 20s. And all of a sudden, and so many people in the area who were in their apartments, people, you know, just come home, you know, they're relaxing, having having dinner. Multiple people heard the most terrible screaming and they run out and they see this woman in the water trying to drag herself out of the, uh, the harbour. Mm. Sun's going down. And the scene that various people were confronted with 
was a woman who'd had her lower leg and foot mauled by what turns out to be a bull shark. The bull shark is a non-territorial shark. In in other words, it just swims everywhere, all over Sydney Harbour. The conditions, they feed in the evenings. They love water around about 22, which it was. It's getting dark and this is a classic case of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. One of the people that heard her screaming was a veterinary surgeon. And she, so people come down onto, onto the wharf. Now I've seen the photographs and the wharf's basically covered in blood, towels, whatever they could get. And due to the quick thinking of the vet, she applied a tourniquet because the blood loss was extreme. The first witness who actually saw her in the water said that her leg was trailing behind as she was trying to make her way to this ladder. And behind her leg, particularly her her lower leg and her foot, was a trail of blood. Just So the blood is absolutely pissing out of her body. Now, you know, she's very, very fortunate. If it had have happened further out, then... A, she would have bled out. And I've been thinking about this particular shark attack. I've had many encounters with sharks, tiger sharks, great whites, um, because I used to do a lot of um, spearfishing and scuba diving. And it's fortuitous. This is just my non-medical, non-expert opinion. But if a shark is going to bite down on a part of the body, if it had have bitten, because the last shark attack was a Navy SEAL that happened only about, well, as the crow flies from this particular attack around about 500 metres away. Oh, and that was um, a, an attack where a particular Navy SEAL had his buttock, basically one of his buttocks and his entire thigh just basically torn out oh. again by a bull shark. Oh. This particular woman, in my opinion, is very fortunate because if the bull shark had have come in and taken her, imagine if it had a bit gone for her sort of a, her stomach area, mm. It would have bitten down into a lot of flesh, a lot of intestines. It would have just pulled everything out. But I feel it's interesting that it bit her foot. Clearly, I don't think a shark is sort of specifically aiming for a particular part, but it's fate perhaps that it bit down on her foot because the foot is very, very bony. It's a lot of sinew, a lot of muscle, a lot of fibre. It's actually, if you're going to eat a part of the body, I don't think that's probably the best part. And maybe... Uh, this is how my mind works. Maybe it started to chew on her foot, bite down and think, perhaps the shark just thought this is not so good. But also the advantage of being, for the victim being bitten on the foot is that she would have had a very strong reaction, particularly with her free foot, I imagine, to kick down. And perhaps that kicking ultimately made the shark leave. Right. Because if, if the shark had have come back for seconds... Uh, as they often do, because there was a school teacher two years ago in Sydney that was taken, and I've seen the video of a great white that was about 18 feet long that bit him in half. It's so bad. And it only happened a couple of metres from the rocks. There were numerous people, and there was a lot of controversy, and I think you and I did discuss it, where that thing about do you film or don't you film. And the shark came back and basically finished him off. It was so bad. I guess the shark is digesting, you know, all the intestines and trying to sort out the bone from the flesh, et cetera. 
So I think she's very, very fortunate. It was a scene that would have been very, very difficult to cope with, perhaps less so maybe from the veterinarian's perspective, but for just onlookers and bystanders. Mm. But they, they, they did everything properly. They called Triple O. It was she suffered such extreme blood loss that the New South Wales ambulance helicopter, instead of moving her, they flew, um, you know, fluids into the scene, which is really fascinating. But um, she's blessed. And I have done a lot of swimming in Sydney Harbour. I've done a few races from the Harbour Bridge where we actually get taken out. We jump into the harbour under the bridge in the dark and swim to Manly, which is about 12K. I actually can't even fathom that I did stuff like that, and I certainly would not do it now. I um, I think it's folly, particularly mm. in the evening hours when it's known that sharks, that's their feeding time. Right, right. Okay. So, so that's really um, you, you Basically, you've got to stay super vigilant. I mean, I Tegan and I never went in the harbour, and now we're never going to. We're just not going to do it. I think um, if you're going to go in the harbour, probably best to be in a boat or on a boat. Yep. Preferably a big boat. Yep. Because people that do kayaking in Sydney Harbour, mm-hmm. they too are occasionally attacked. Yeah. And I'd hate to be on a flimsy sort of surf ski and have some huge shark wanting to tip tip me in. And yeah. can you imagine sort of doing an Eskimo roll if you're in a kayak and all of a sudden when you come back up, your head's gone? Okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and imagine, well, if, imagine if you're on a ferry driving, sailing past and you mm-hmm. see and, and you've got your family there and all the kids are there and the mum and dad are saying God, to the kids, wow, this, this, look at this person, they're doing amazing Eskimo rolls and then on one of the rolls they come back and they're just headless. That would be very, very traumatic for the children. Imagine that. Why not imagine that, folks? Why not on a Friday morning? Why not sit here eat, eating your fruity pebbles? <laughs> anyway, listen, folks, uh, we're going to have to truncate this one because, again, the uh, the technical issues continue to hound us, but we are so happy that we could check in. And, Dad, uh, three episodes in a week. It's It's pretty rare that we do that, but it's been so great to have, you know, to be in people's uh, podcast feeds three times this week, three goddamn times. So listen, everyone, have a great weekend. I'm going to run off and do some, uh, some troubleshooting and get this, uh, get this shit back in the horse figuratively, but you're all absolutely wonderful. Dad, you're wonderful. Uh, but listen, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys very, very soon for, for, for more. <laughs> Dad, get off your fucking phone for more loose units. Hang on. Bye everyone. Bye. Cheerio. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.